0: Good morning. So I'm just going to share something funny. Uh, we were just chatting about this morning that I, I thought was kind of cool. So let me start by "ginina winabuzu," something I just uh, learned this morning. It's uh moan," uh, the Ojibwe language for "are you winabuzu," meaning "are you the creator." I thought it's cool because we were learning that uh is um, from contact migwitch is used now as a thank you in the language, and it goes back to a time when it actually meant migwich. uh that's enough right so as we were trading right uh, at the time here with contact they were trading back and forth uh, the Anishinaabe moan people would uh, Anishnabe. what am I saying sorry never mind the the uh the Ojibwe people would um, say, "Oh, that's enough as far as trade," or they were done with the trading. So that became obviously uh, thank you or a greeting. So I thought, of course, "Bonjour," which is now the common hello, and it sounds so much like "Bonjour" if you don't put the little extra French flair on it, right? "Bonjour," 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 "Bonjour." Of Course, looking into it, not exactly correct because as I opened this with, uh, is a shortening of winabuzu, which is right the great creator. So, yeah, it sounds like bonjour. Um, there may be something in it that is shortened just to make it easier, right? Kind of like what I'm going to get to later namaste versus namaskar or namaskaram. So it led me to go back to some of these words, which I think is pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to wrap up the Anishinaabemowin because I'm not expert on the language. But I did enjoy this, Gidin uh, Wendidmin, is we are all related to each other. Right. So I'm going to connect those two, right? Gidin um, as a greeting, are you the creator? Because the creator said he would come back, but we wouldn't know in what form he would come back as. And it's not that different from the Hindu concept of namaste, namaskar, namaskaram. Right? This idea that the divine self, the Atman, um, is the same in you and me, and the idea is namaskaram, uh, namaste, being the actual uh, asana or um, movement of putting your hands together, supplication. But Namaskar is actually um, the sacred in me recognizes the sacred in you, right? There's your, uh, right? Are you, are you the sacred? Are you the divine? And same as Namaskaram. Namaskaram. Are you the sacred? Yes, they know. They know you're the sacred because instead of the great creator coming down, in the Hindu idea, in the Vedantic idea, and arguably even in the Buddhist idea, since you have within you resident already, and you're just deluded to the truth, you have within you the sacred, the divine, right? shakti, uh, tathagatagarbha, the Buddha nature, the storehouse of your perfected nature, Narodha, uh, or sorry, uh, perfected, uh, um, ah, it'll lose me right now, but yes, cessation, and you would achieve, um, a mala, a mala vijnana, which would be a, a perfected consciousness, right? And what I was talking with, this idea of winabuzu, is not that different from how, as a Buddhist, we might greet each other as a bodhisattva, right? If you break down bodhisattva, um, well, first the story. Bodhisattva is is a great being because bodhi, great wisdom, understanding, enlightenment, knowledge, awareness... So they've achieved enlightenment, but they've chose to postpone their own liberation or you know, ultimate uh, parinirvana or nirvana um, and vowed to stay among us to help lead us. Right? The same idea that when a buddhuru was supposed to come back, right? but we didn't know how they would come back. So this idea that you greet your fellow being as a bodhisattva because great being of wisdom, bodhi, and sattva, the ultimate being that we can be. Right? The uh, ultimate. From the yog idea that sattva, rajikya this idea that sattva is the ultimate we can be. Not that far off from Nietzsche. Nietzsche talking about the ubermensch. I've mentioned this before. Nietzsche said, God is dead, long live the ubermensch. The idea was that uh, gods were created in our own image. We were the template, the ultimate that we could achieve is these symbols of the divine, of God. Of either, uh, you know, whatever. So, I also love the idea of Gindan I'm just destroying that one, I apologize. The idea that we're all related to each other. Not that different in the Hindu idea when you remember that when we're created or we're born, however you want to see it, that little spark of magic that makes us so special, so different, so independent, so unique is actually uh, pulled down from uh, a great well of uh, divinity or power or majesty, right? We take a little piece of the divine, and that's what uh, is the spark, the uh, what powers our individual, our atman. So this idea of we're all related to each other, right? Greeting each other as a bodhisattva, a great being, a possible um, ultimate being. I, I don't want to say God or such. It, it relates to a peksha, or a Pekka. This Buddhist concept of equanimity. But again, I always recommend to look at uh, the French translation. I find the English translation very wanting. The French translation talks about the same idea, that we are all related to each other. If you look at the third jhana uh, in practice, this idea of having a glimpse of equanimity, that's the goal here, this minimization of the self or a recontextualization of the self, right? Uh, this idea of impermanence, of suffering, and uh, minimizing the self, Anita, nucha, and Dukkha, this idea that we are not the center of the, uh, the universe. I steal the French term, uh, au bas du ciel. You're, you're not the, the base of the sky, like you're not the hinge pin of the universe. Right, this idea of wholesome kusha, mental factors related to the path so it's understanding this idea and in fact they call it it's one of the Brahma Vaharas I love this and, and they don't even translate it well um, they call it the Brahma Realm Brahma Loka um, but Brahma Vaharas uh, when it as it relates to one of these um, four great um, energies of loving-kindness, metta, compassion, karuna, equanimity, um, uh, upeksha, upeka. These four ideas of being uh, at one and settled, peaceful, uh, wholesome, complete, right? But Brahma-Vahara, right? God, not that different from the Vinabhuzhu. I mean, a creator. Or Shakti, right? A creator element or energy. Or, as I've said, this idea that everything is infused with an energy. uh, uh, From the creator, from the divine, from whatever. Science, energy, physics. So seeing this wonderful experience. Not that different from the Vedanta idea of Om Tat Sat, this idea of everything. And Sat, this perfection, it's in its place. So the Brahma-Vaharas breaks down to actually, like I said, this greatness, this divinity, Brahma, not just a god, but just the universe, uh, the beauty, the relationship, the organization, um, you know, everything in its place. Whereas Vahara, uh, Hara being a, a hut, a place, a residence, So Vi being the ultimate, right? So the ultimate, um, place for you is to place oneself in equanimity and loving kindness and compassion on all these ideas of, um, minimizing the self, maximizing, uh, compassion and understanding and, uh, Right, Empathetic joy. I always forget modita. I remember the Sanskrit. But I forget uh, the translation. It's a really good one we don't often talk about. Uh, I talk about metta, loving kindness. As uh, love can sometimes smother, kindness sometimes isn't enough to minimize the self where you'll care for others. So again, the idea of loving kindness. um, Not too much, not too little. It's golden mean, the middle way, Madhyamaka. So, I think the same thing with modita, this idea of empathetic joy. We've talked about this. Uh, how often do you see someone who's jealous, right? Jealous. Well, that's what the Brahma Viharas are, to fight these anger or aversion uh, or jealousy or greed. We talked about this, right? Greed and selfishness. Um are the same word in French, egoisme, right? So it's like an egoist. You're just absorbed in the self, right? So empathetic joy is a cure for this because if you can truly um, empathize with your fellow person and really feel their joy, right? Even if it's at your expense, you know, you were expecting the, uh, the promotion. They got it over you. But that's where the lesson is learned. If you stop and think about it, you can learn from that lesson, even if it was unfair. If you realize, well, your boss is a better fan of him because he brings in donuts. Well, then you can find a way um, to make that work for you. And the same idea is, hopefully, uh, if you see that there is a failure on your part, you can see where you can fix that. So modita, empathetic joy, it's a same as compassion right when you're feeling jealous or greedy or um, whatever it happens to be right so that's why i talk about equanimity and equanimity um, allows you to see the impermanence of things right when you stop thinking about what you want or what you deserve and you start to look at reality for what it is more importantly seeing how you fit into the universe and that others have the same wants and wishes and needs Right? no uh, solution is without compromise so that actually um, believe it or not this began again with the um, it actually began believe it or not because there's a connection uh, between Shalom and a word for God so Shalom being peace uh, in Hebrew but also a name for God there's uh, an expression Shalom Um, and that's very similar to one of the words for God's Elohim, but believe it or not, it is as simple as Shalom is a word that means, uh, peace, but harmony, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, and tranquility, and it can be used for hello and goodbye. So for me to find out that Buzu, the greeting for hello in, uh, in uh, the Anishinaabe language, uh, is used, and the meaning is almost identical to Shalom. One that's used in uh, Hebrew, obviously. Uh, it's also used in Arabic, right? So I find it absolutely uh, hilarious, right? assalamu alaikum, same thing. May peace be on, peace be upon you, uh, is the common expression, right? So Shalom alaikim in uh, Hebrew. And Aslam uh, Alaikum in Arabic. So it's really no difference than Ginana in the Nabe Mohan, right? Uh, and Namaskar, right? So the divine in me greets the divine in you, right? So here's what's interesting as again, this is a quote. It says, as it does in English, you can refer either to peace between two entities, right? But more important, it's equivalent cognate, as they said, Islam or sliem. Maltese, Shlama, and Assyrian, Islam, and Ethiopian. It's, it has proto-Semitic roots. It says it goes way, way back. Right? Shalom itself, very common abbreviation used in the modern uh, as a greeting, right, or a farewell. Again, as I say, not that different to the Indian commonly used namaste, or English is by, or yadabha in in arabic a mixture of arabic and english right and as i said uh, shalom Alechim means well-being upon you may you be well so it's not just peace it's a wholeness it's a fullness it's a completeness right so again as i said shalom peace has principles from the torah where it says her ways are pleasant ways and all her paths are shalom peace And the Talmud explains that the entire Torah is for the sake of the ways of Shalom. So the idea uh, here, her ways are pleasant ways and all her paths are peace, right? She goes with God is a common expression. But right? peace be upon you, this idea to walk in peace, to walk with God. It's not uncommon in our language, but we don't see the connections, right? And so, this is actually a quote uh, from uh, Cornelius Plantinga, pardon me if I'm mispronouncing, but he's talking about the Old Testament concept of shalom. And he says, Webbing together of God, humans, and all of creation in justice, fulfillment, and delight is what the Hebrew prophets call shalom. We call it peace, but it means far more than mere peace of mind or a ceasefire between enemies. In the Bible, shalom means universal flourishing, wholeness and delight, a rich state of affairs in which natural needs are satisfied and natural gifts fruitfully employed, a state of affairs that inspires joyful wondering as its creator and savior opens doors and welcomes the creatures in whom he delights. Shalom, in other words, is the way things ought to be. And then, as I said, it is also used as a name for God, just not used in certain places, uh, like in the bathroom, right? So, again, another name for God is peace, Shalom. Um, But for that reason, uh, Shalom is not even used as a a greeting in certain places, is what I mean. Um, uh, And there's other uh, references uh, that teach Shalom is one of the sacred names of God for Christians as well right so uh i guess that's the end of my knowing na- notes um what do we do here 17 minutes yeah so i'll just say jimmy witch," which uh, once again as i said was interesting it's thank you very much which actually means well that's it we're all done so on that have a lovely day